Good morning and uh, welcome again to Reflections with Pastor Ron. It is uh, Thursday, January 28, and I wanted to reflect on what we were reading in our uh, daily scripture readings through the Bible uh, for today. Uh, We read from Exodus 30 through 32, and... um, God talked about uh, some of the things that go into the temple and uh, the anointing oil, how to set people apart, the importance of the Sabbath in uh, chapter 31 again. And when you get to chapter 32, you come across uh, this very disheartening uh, story of how Aaron uh, and the people created a golden calf uh, to worship because they didn't know what happened to Moses And they wanted something that they could actually see and worship uh, and have that be their symbol of uh, who brought them out of the land of Egypt. Uh, And God, rightfully so, um, says to Moses in uh, Exodus 32, 9, I have seen this people and behold, it is a stiff necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone that my wrath may burn hot against them and I may consume them in order that I may make a great nation of you. Uh, God was rightfully angry. Uh, And if you go back to uh, chapter, well, when you look at chapter 20, Exodus 20, you you have the giving of the law there. And then you have uh, some of the follow-up to that in the following chapters, chapters 21, 22, it gets to be a little bit more uh, specific on how to deal relationally with one another. And I know that may raise a lot of questions too. Um, uh, things about slavery and giving your women as concubines and that kind of thing. What I wanted to focus on for a second though was uh, after all of this was said, after all of the law was given, uh, Moses uh, heard from God and uh, related those words, everything that God had been telling him, he told the people. Uh, so back in Exodus 24, uh, verse 3, Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the rules. And all the people, listen to this, all the people answered with one voice and said, all the words that the Lord has spoken, we will do. Uh, and part of that, uh, certainly, obviously, was not to make uh, an idol or a, a golden calf, uh, make, make any kind of a, an idol out of gold or silver or anything like that. Those were all things specifically said to them. And Moses uh, relayed that information to the people. Uh, don't make... Don't make uh, idols. Don't make things out of silver and gold. Even the altar itself was supposed to be out of cut rock uh, and not something fashioned from um, putting things together in, in, a, in a sense, I guess. So the people had already heartily agreed that they should not uh, break those commands. They would do everything that God had told them to do. And now you get to this place where they have already so quickly, and that's again... Uh, what we see happening in Scripture so far. Things uh, seem to be good, and everything's in the in a right place, even in creation. 
And then the very next thing you hear is how um, man transgresses the law. He breaks the covenants, breaks the commandments of God, and uh, God has to deal with his people. And and um, the wonderful thing is, is that God all along has dealt very graciously with his people. Um, and so we're going to see God's reaction now. And he says, uh, Moses, just get out of the way, uh, back to Exodus 32. Get out of the way so I can destroy them. I'll make a great nation out of you and your descendants. And this is where I wanted to focus. This is going to be something that will come up again throughout Scripture. Um, and this is why it's so important to uh, draw from these early uh, books and chapters of Scripture so we can see an ongoing pattern. So Moses hears this from God, and Moses intervenes for the people. Moses stands between God and his people, as it were, and said, Lord, you can't do that. And he appeals to them. And what, what, would, it, what would the Egyptians say? I mean, you just rescued them. What would the Egyptians say if, if you rescued them from all of that evil and then you killed them out here? Uh, what about your covenant with Abraham? You said you would make his descendants, that generation, you would make great nations come from them. If you start over with Moses, does that not then break all of that? And so you have this uh, scene here where Moses pleads with God not to do what he just said he was going to do. And in many of the versions, uh, at verse 14 of 32, uh, this is from the English Standard Version, and the Lord relented from the disaster that he had spoken of bringing on his people. Uh, that That is a puzzling thing, I think, that we need to consider. What, what did God just decide to do? Because he had already told Moses, get out of the way, I'm going to destroy the people. Was that just a threat? Was it just uh, a way to manipulate Moses? You know, what was it? I mean, if you think about that, what... What was going on there? Because after Moses intervened, interceded for the people, uh, appealed to the very nature and promises of God, God relented. Uh, you might read that later on in Scripture where God changed his mind, or some of them would even say at times God repented. And those will bring up some interesting discussions too. Is there anything that God needs to repent for? And what does it mean when that when those things are said? But God relented from the disaster that he had spoken of bringing on his people because Moses interceded for the people and appealed to God's promises. I want to say that God had already intended, and he has been saying that throughout, and it will get more and more specific. Scripture is a progressive revelation and clearer and clearer as we go. God had already determined um, that when you break the commands of God, you will suffer for that. And if you, if you don't obey what God has said, you would be, in some cases, cut off. And so it was absolutely right for God to say that I will, I will destroy them. But Moses' prayerful petition to God allowed God to uh, enact something else that we will begin to see where when we appeal to the very nature of God and his promises, uh, he will respond to those things. When we pray according to what God promises his word, in his word, he will respond. And here we get where if we intercede for somebody, 
God will listen to us. And even though uh, the story gets even kind of horrible as we go on, God does not wipe out the entire people. But the the Levites are supposed to go through the camp and start to kill those people that were likely the, the greatest offenders in all of this. Um, and and the, the, the outcome of that was, was just um, disastrous for them. And, and uh, many people died that day. But Moses interceded. And God was left with the decision of, I can go with one thing that I promised, or I can also go with the other. Um, and so I don't know if that's, if that's helping, but I just wanted us to see that there's always two choices. And when we get to the book of Leviticus, and I know that's going to be a, a challenging book as well. When we get to the book of Leviticus, God will make it specifically clear to the people. If you follow this way, God's way, there are always blessings and, and joy that comes with that. When you go against the word of God, there is disaster and curses and uh, God will be against his people because they do not uphold their end of things. Uh, this is the very nature of God. He has laid it out for us. Um, it's your choice. Choose one way or the other. And depending on how we choose, God will then respond. If we repent, uh, God changes his mind, as it were, and not bring about the disaster that would be naturally ours because of the sins that we've committed. So this just kind of brings that uh, to our attention here. Um, maybe I've only made it more confusing. I hope not. Um, but I hope that uh, this helps us begin to see uh, the character of God and how he interacts with his people. Have a great day. God bless.